and welcome to the Smart Health Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Keyes. We are excited for our first of hopefully many special guests and experts to join Dr. Lawson and me as we continue our Lunch with Lawson miniseries. In today's episode, we flex our proverbial muscles a little as we discuss how our flagship hospital, Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center, was again recently recognized as a best hospital by U.S. News & World Report. But before we get into the details, let me first take a moment to really recognize the dedication of our leadership, our physicians, nurses, and staff in providing that high-quality care that makes us among the best in the nation. So, Dr. Lawson, Chief Executive Officer of St. Luke's Health, joins me virtually today. Dr. Lawson, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. It's good to be here uh, with you, even though it's uh, via internet. And I'm especially excited to be with one of my favorite executives, the president of Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. Yes, and that guest is Liz Youngblood, Chief Operating Officer for St. Luke's Health and president of Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. You know, with more than 20 years of experience and accolades in healthcare leadership, Ms. Youngblood is highly skilled in hospital and health system operations. Ms. Youngblood, thank you for being here and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Kevin and Dr. Lawson for having me today. I share your excitement and pride in this news and really look forward to discussing it with both of you today. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a really good episode and I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to, like I said, flex our muscles, right? It's going to be good. So, well, Miss Youngblood, you're the first special guest that we have had on the Lunch with Lawson miniseries and I would be remiss if we didn't, you know, welcome you with a little bit of fun <laughs> before we get started. So what do you say? Absolutely. I'm ready. All right. Great. Well, recently our new employee wellness program got started. And the other day I was kind of, you know, setting up my profile or checking things out a little bit and it asked me, you know, if I could have a superpower, what would it be and why? So, Miss Youngblood, what is your superpower and why? That would probably have to be the ability to teleport. Uh, that way I could really sort of see a lot of different places, travel the world and save myself from all the hassle associated with travel and airports and everything that goes with going to different places. So I want to be able to teleport. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a that's a good one. So, you know, I think there's probably been several situations I wish I probably could have teleported away from. too. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we know Miss Youngblood's superpower of choice, Dr. Lawson, you must know the questions coming your way. So what do you think? What's yours? It's probably similar to, to Liz, but I, I think what I would say is time travel. I'd like to be able to, to go back and understand what created some of the challenges that we're faced with today so we're better equipped to solve problems in the future. All right. So Dr. Lawson has the same powers as Dr. Strange, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you calling me Strange? No, 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 absolutely not. That was his power. He had the time stone, right? Doug, I thought you'd say that you'd want to go back and take pictures. So <laughs> <laughs> that's probably as a both. photographer. Yeah. Both. I know both. you're a big reader too. So you probably see some of those things you've read about too, right? That'd be really cool. Well, I think I chose flying simply so that I could, I think I could see it being exhilarating and calming. You know, it's kind of quiet up there. I would like to think, you know, plus my wife and I just saw the new Thor movie and uh, I'm not sure who was more <laughs> impressed, me or her. So, all right. Well, you know, from superpowers to super accomplishment, I really do want to dig in today's topic. You know, Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center is recognized as a best hospital for 2022-23 by U.S. News and World Report. In addition to being ranked number two in the Houston metro area and number three in Texas, Baylor St. Luke's ranked nationally in six specialties. Dr. Lawson, let's let's begin with you. You know, I think a lot of people have at least heard of the U.S. News and World Report, but may not 
know you know it how how those how they provide those rankings and, and ratings but why should people pay attention to the best hospital list you know first like to say is uh, it's truly a great privilege to have Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center recognized as a best hospital by U.S. News and World Report. These annual rankings and ratings are designed to help patients, families, and doctors make informed decisions about where to receive hospital care. With Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center as our academic flagship, St. Luke's Health brings advanced care, world-class condition, and extensive research to patients in need of medically complex care in Houston and beyond. It's because of our staff's unwavering commitment to comprehensive care and fostering innovation that our flagship hospital continues to receive national recognition for the groundbreaking work done within our walls. This is all the direct result of the collaborative partnership between Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center, their president, Liz Youngblood, her leadership team, Baylor College of Medicine, and every single member of that staff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we we indeed really are fortunate to have such a collaborative partners who who share that same passion, right, for serving the healthcare needs of our communities. So, you know, Miss Miss Youngblood, what does uh, this recognition say about the people of Baylor St. Luke's? Well, first, let me uh, thank Dr. Lawson for his leadership of the entire St. Luke's health system. I am incredibly proud of our Baylor St. Luke's uh, team and our physician partners. You know, their unparalleled dedication to providing exceptional care to every individual who seeks our expertise is really the driving force behind these, these rankings and ratings. You know, this national recognition is really a tribute to our partnerships with Baylor College of Medicine, Texas Heart Institute, Kelsey Siebold, and all of our community-based physicians and partners. These ratings and rankings are based on hospital patient outcomes. So that is, you know, how well we take care of our patients and how well our patients are doing after they've received care from us. As well as, you know, other factors that matter to patients like, you know, the quality of their experience and whether the hospital is adequately staffed. You know, people in Houston and beyond should know that Baylor St. Luke's is committed to highly specialized, high quality care and the associated outcomes that patients expect and that patients deserve. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know, you know, earning these ratings and, and these, these rankings is really quite an extensive process, and I'm sure there's a lot of competition, you know, to say the least. So, you know, Dr. Lawson, could you paint a picture for us of the scale of the hospital's vying for recognition in areas where, where Baylor St. Luke stands out? Yeah, thanks, Kevin. It, it, it really is very extensive for the... Uh, 2022-23 rankings and ratings, U.S. News and World Report evaluated more than 4,500 hospitals nationwide in 15 specialties and included 20 procedures and conditions. Of the 15 specialty areas, only 164 hospitals of the 4,500 were ranked in at least one specialty. Our flagship, Baylor St. Louis Medical Center, again made an extremely impressive showing we rank nationally in six specialties. That's up from five last year. Included is our Danielle Duncan Comprehensive Cancer Center, which ranked number 35, uh, cardiology and heart surgery, and our partners at Texas Heart Institute ranked 20, GI and GI surgery uh, ranked number 31, geriatrics number 43, neurology and neurosurgery ranked 27, and new this year to the list was urology coming in at 38. And it's important to note how impressive it is that urology gained entry to this list, especially uh, during a pandemic year. 
they deserve a special round of applause for the work that they've done uh, during, a, a, again, a particularly difficult year. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's been very difficult for, for our nurses and staff. So, you know, I do also want to take a moment to circle back to one of the other nationally recognized specialties, um, and that's cancer. You know, Baylor St. Luke's is home to, uh, you mentioned the Dan L. Duncan Comprehensive Cancer Center. And people may, may not know that it is an NCI-designated comprehensive cancer center. So, Ms. Youngblood, what, what does that mean? Well, what that means is that the National Cancer Institute recognizes centers around the country that meet rigorous standards for transdisciplinary, state-of-the-art research that is really focused on developing new and better approaches to preventing diagnosis and treating cancer. There are only 71 NCI-designated cancer centers nationally, and of those, only 53 are designated as comprehensive cancer centers. And then when you look at those 53, only three of those are located in Texas. And our Dan L. Duncan Comprehensive Cancer Center is one of only two in Houston. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great for, you know, people to know how the academic and research powerhouse of, you know, Baylor College of Medicine positions Dan L. Duncan's renowned physicians to address the most complex cancer challenges. And I really do look forward to hearing more news uh, about that expansion. So now, in addition to being nationally ranked uh, in the six specialties that Dr. Lawson mentioned earlier, Baylor St. Luke's was also recognized in 14 high-performing areas. And to save each of you a little breath, um, I'm going to list them. Uh, And these nationally high-performing areas are abdominal aortic aneurysm repair, aortic valve surgery, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, colon cancer surgery, diabetes, heart attack, heart bypass surgery, heart failure, kidney failure, lung cancer surgery, pneumonia, stroke, transcatheter aortic valve replacement and finally pulmonary and lung surgery Phew, man it's a lot it's good well kevin while you're catching your breath and again i kudos to being able to to very articulately uh, describe each of those complex procedures i just want to make sure we know how impressive it is that we're able to not only sustain our place on this list during a time of a true health crisis, but we actually improved in a number of areas. You know, Liz and her team have really done an amazing job and we should all be very thankful for that. Well, thank you, Doug. And I absolutely second what you just said. You know, healthcare workers have been extremely taxed for more than two years. And it really is remarkable that we were able to even not just maintain, but grow our list of recognitions. Yes, and (laughs) thank you both for that moment to catch my breath. And, And, you know, let me also say how impressed I am with the ongoing top-notch performance of our hospital team, especially with the stress and strain of that uh, that pandemic. So it, it truly is a, a tip of the hat to the, those hardworking physicians and staff members that we have. Well, before we wrap up on our topic, is there anything else that you would like to add? I'll, I'll start with Ms. Youngblood. You know, I'm just so proud of our physicians and staff for their commitment to providing the highest quality care in a compassionate manner that really centers around each patient's individual needs. You know, rankings are certainly one way that this is demonstrated, but I'm also fortunate enough to see firsthand how our physicians and our staff partner to engage patients and their families in the care that they're receiving. And that's not something that you really see everywhere, but it's an important part of human kindness, the connectivity between what we do and how we do it. 
Absolutely. And, and Dr. Lawson, is there anything else you would like to add? You know, two things that I would like to, to finish with. The first is this work, and Liz mentioned this, I think Kevin, you mentioned it as well. Uh, these type of accolades don't happen without discipline, hard work, and, and very thoughtful focus on improved outcomes for our patients. But it also means that we have the ability uh, to attract and retain the best and brightest in, inside our, our flagship facilities and across our health system. And you know our ability to, to attract and retain the best and brightest in, in, uh, in fields, whether it be environmental services and the housekeepers that keep our hospitals clean to the, the teams that cook the food for our patients, to our nurses, who are some of the most skilled in the nation. All are committed to our, our system and our hospital, and they are doing an amazing job. But, but that takes leadership, and we're very fortunate to have a leader like Liz Youngblood uh, at the helm uh, for our flagship facility. Her work is never-ending, and I could not think of a better person to be at the helm of our flagship facility, especially during times like this. So, Liz, my personal thanks to you for your leadership as we uh, continue to raise the bar for healthcare across Houston. Thank you, Doug. I really appreciate that. And we have just an amazing team here. Like I said, our physicians and staff, it really is a great partnership. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. And uh, the kudos to everybody. And, and it shows with the numbers that we, we just came back with, right? So, you know, lastly, you know, I've always viewed this podcast as, as an opportunity to share important public health information with, the, you know, with our listeners, the public, everybody. And Today, I wanted to highlight that it is National Minority Mental Health Month um, and that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, has a new three-digit number for its hotline where anybody experiencing mental distress can find support and a real live person who can help. So, you know, fortunately, that new number is very simple to remember. It is 988. Again, that National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 988. And that's, you know, truly a great resource for our communities. So... Well, thank you again, Dr. Lawson and, and Ms. Youngblood, and thank you to the listeners for tuning in. As I mentioned in our intro, we will look to continue this mini-series and bring on additional special guests and subject matter experts. So you really don't want to miss those episodes, so please make sure you hit subscribe so you can always stay up to date. And as always, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.